You are listening to 40-something podcast with Valley and the Vig. And now, Silicon Steve Valley doing like broadcasting there. And I also did a uh, I also did a uh, I also reached out to the Texas gentleman. So I got I didn't hear back from either one of them though. So who, who the hell knows? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I thought that would be pretty cool, but you know. I mean, I only sent them yesterday and today, so it's not like... Yeah, I know. It was, you know what was funny, dude? So Kelly Williams was saying in the card ride down that, like, we have, like, this instant gratification thing. You know, yeah, that's, yeah. like, the whole, like, Bitcoin thing. If it's not going up $10,000 in one day, it was a failure. It was a failed investment. Oh, yeah, I had uh, a couple... Yeah, I mean, I had a couple friends, actually. He's like, hey, how's Bitcoin doing? And I'm like, dude, I, I'm still made... A thousand dollars in two yeah. weeks. Well, that's still off also, a thousand like, bucks. Dude. There's also a lot of haters too. They're just like waiting for it to, and it will eventually. It definitely will, but because it's done it every time in the past. But I, I think it's uh, going to be flying high for a while at least. Yeah, um, I'm a, I'm of the opinion because it's taken off with just a few companies starting to accept it as currency. Yeah. And that's just going to continue to get more and more and more and more and more. And, and I don't think it'll happen that fold, how many companies start accepting it as currency and, and how big it can bro- grow. But it certainly can grow to a point where, I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And just like, you know, I, I thought I had this job and then I didn't think I got it just because they didn't respond to my email in like two days. And then I log. I found. I found out that I could log into their website and look at my application, and it says still under assessment. So no decision has been made yet. But because it wasn't made in like three weeks time period. Yeah, you were like ready to go. Yeah, that's it. Like you know, and like I just think that that's like just been exacerbated by the pandemic because we're all like within these four walls, and so like if it's not whatever it is, if it's not happening, like. Yeah, Bitcoin didn't go up like ten thousand dollars today. Oh, it's a failure. Even though probably by the summer, the chances of it being over a hundred thousand is actually very real. The only thing I scare, the only thing that scares me a little bit is that I kind of think that the Fed might have some things rolled up their sleeves that would, um, you know, would could could cause could cause real ripple effect in the market and like some a lot. There's a lot of new traders involved right now and so they see the they see the market jump like you know like 20 percent 20 percent 30 percent and stay that way they're gonna get the heck out and be like oh i should have never did this in the first place and that that's happened yeah. in the past is where it just so, some things have happened that spooked the market and then since everybody's such a newbie they're like oh i'm gonna lose all my money and they get out real quick and it causes this huge crash so um what you know it's one thing to really learn, you know, and I've learned this with, with the events that have happened, uh, you know, with me this past week and stuff is that you know, we only have today and we really got to make the best of today. And like really having gratitude and through all of this, I really feel like that uh, you can kind of get a hold of this psychosis that we're kind of in right now. And that, that's going to kind of lead us into our topic this week. Um on the 40 Southerns podcast and, uh, you know, kind of these little psychosis that, you know, that are happening right now uh, with uh, people under, under under a lot of mental stress because of things that have, that have been happening. So 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're, I've actually now, my, my wife has gone back to work the last two days. And so I've kind of got insane because now it's like, I have all these projects to do, but now I have so much time to do it opposed to before. So it's kind of like your brain has to free up, you know what I mean? So, but I'm with you and uh, we definitely are rolling into this next subject. And we're talking about cancel culture, cancel culture, Vig, what the hell is cancel culture? Well, so cancel culture is a concept that's come up recently, uh, you know, say, let's say really specifically within the last year um, and with the the rise of uh, a lot of communication exclusively via social media and then the rep- you know, the, re- the replications that that could have, um, you know, like that certain tweet or that interview that was done or this uh, stance that this particular person has taken. And, you know, a lot of it has to do with, you know, what celebrities or people, notable public figures tweet or post on social media and, and the ramifications that they could have uh, on the rest of society up to and to an affecting, you know, their status of work and their, their place really in society. Uh, and it's really just referred to as cancel culture. I would say somebody who supported Trump and they just made a supportive treat, tweet about Trump. And uh, we ended up being very offensive to a lot of people. Well, those people are now done with that person. And I think we can all really uh, take, a, take a look at this concept, this phenomenon and, and, and apply it to our lives. And, and you know, you've done it. You might not have known it was a thing, but you know that, you know, somebody has done something, whether they be a public figure or your friend made a post, did something, you know, took a stance and was a little public about it. And then you were just like, whoa, that I'm so pissed off at that, that it really offended me. I'm going to be done with that person. or I'm unfollowing them or I'm taking them out of my feed or I'm unfriending them or I'm blocking them. And uh, that's just like the society that we, we live in. And this kind of goes on to more of what I was saying about, uh, you know, it's this social media thing is that this is what, this is where we are right now. So this is what's, what's become of our society. Uh, and so we're going to, we're going to talk a, a little bit more about that today. Well, what spurred this on for me, we just, we were driving down to Philadelphia airport and we just started talking about things that people are kind of going crazy about and how that it's not just people that are, are present. We're talking about history. We're talking about television shows and we're talking about the Muppets recently that now Disney has put a warning message previously to previous to watching an episode of Muppets on Disney plus or wherever you watch it. They actually have a warning saying that there are things that the Muppets are doing that had done back then. They were wrong. Then they are wrong now. And and of course, the right wing is like, I can't believe they're turning the Muppets offensive. The Muppets are offensive. The Muppets are offensive. And my first idea of that was like, well, come on, they're the freaking Muppets. I love the Muppets. They're not offensive. But then I started thinking about Animal. And if anytime you saw an attractive woman, he would like literally chase after them. Like, whoa, man! And these women seemingly would be chasing for their life. We knew it was a gag. But... Uh, you don't remember those things with the Muppets as much, but those are things that are inbred into the 
a sexualization of women, looking looking like women as their property, looking like women as their prey to a certain extent. So I initially was going to say, you know what, the right wing's got a point here, but then I start thinking about things like that. Now, where you have a problem with cancel culture is that okay, that's what that that's one aspect of the Muppets. Obviously, the Muppets talk a lot more about teamwork and expressing yourself, and the most dominating character of all of them are Miss, is Miss Piggy. So you can make the argument that it's certainly nothing to do with sexism. It just was trying to be funny and not knowing, not being so woke in the 70s, which, I mean, how many fucking people were woke in the 70s? They're all doing blow and banging each other. I mean, come on now. I was the 70s, you know? Well, <laughs> Uh, definitely a different time period. I think, you know, what flew in the 70s, you know, even like what you're referring to definitely doesn't fly uh, nowadays. And I think some of the same level of feminism was going on during that time period as well. Um, so it just goes to show you, like, it's a lot, a lot of this woke thinking, um, you know, and, and, and even like it, it can really cross itself because even something that creates a double standard, if it's if it has to do with race or gender, if somebody comes out and says, "Well, that's a double standard," then they get they get that cancel culture towards them for speaking out about it, and that that's just kind of like we're at it. and it stems from the snowflake, um, you know, the, the whole the whole millennial snowflake uh, uh, tag that has happened. You know, that comes from the from the right right side, uh, and then this get it really actually just comes from this polarization that we're currently in, and it's just has gotten worse even as all these things have happened. And we said enough is enough. You know, our capital got invaded and things like that. You know, we're still seeing there was still at these these polar sides uh, and the mask, the national mask mandate, things like that are just still creating this these polars. And it's just uh, this is one of the, the, the big side effects of this is this cancer culture. And honestly, it's just it's not good for for our culture and our society. And I think we just want to like try to talk a little bit more about it today and get the awareness out. Oh, absolutely. Because I think there is a danger to all of this. And I want to kind of not even talk specifically about, because I mean, one person cancel culture has infected is a guy that we respect and it's Dr. Ron Paul. He's been, that's, uh oh, he's done. Completely deplatformed. Perfect example. Uh, But I'm more concerned about, and this is, this harkens, this resonates with the black community. It resonates with the white community. At what point does the person become the sins more than they are the, the the victories or the accomplishments. Where do they lie? For example, the one what Thomas Jefferson now. What do you know about Thomas Jefferson? The biggest thing you know about is that he's a slave owner now. When we were growing up, he wrote the Declaration of Independence. Now he's a slave owner, like a lot of them, like George Washington. And so we forget that this guy penned one of the most important documents in the history of this entire planet because he owned slaves, because he was a rich Southerner back in the 1700s. And if you were a rich Southerner back in the 1700s, you probably owned slaves. Yes. Right. That was, that was what was, that was par for the course. That would be like, uh, you know, owning something today, but it's obviously not acceptable at all and really never was, but during that time period, it was. And then what has happened is now that is applied to today's standards, and then that person is dismissed. And a little known fact about Thomas Jefferson, he's, he invented a science. He invented taxonomy by actually classifying everything in the mid-Atlantic basically out in his backyard. Uh, he did amazing things, but he did own slaves. And 
uh, in all honesty, he was actually uh, involved with some of them. Yeah, several black people can can go back to Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, so this could get very offensive very quickly uh, nowadays. And even the, the mere us talking about it, you know, we could get some reactions uh, for this and certainly do it. ValleyVig08 at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Definitely let us know what's on your mind. We'd love to hear. But, you know, then there's this, this dismissal. And it's anything that, like, rides those edges like we were just talking about. Um, it is, is grounds for um, a complete just write off of that what that person did or like, you know, you're fired or you're and, uh, you know, rightfully so, you know, the the the, the public announcer or the play by play announcer for the Reds referred to Kansas City as the fag capital of the world um, on live air and he his entire career of excellent broadcasting was just trained in about one in a one sentence and honestly you know that was he really should have some ramifications but when did he say that when when did that happen so this happened this past summer what on a live on a live broadcast uh for the reds and it was like the reds in you know another sports team and he thought that they were in a commercial break and somebody had said you know it was uh, a woman we we have the kansas we have the kansas city royals coming up uh this week and we'll be in kansas city just letting you know and he goes you know, oh, the fag capital of the world of the world, and uh, it went over a hot mic and went right out to the entire audience listening at the time. And uh, which, by the it, way, it is that is a horrible thing to say. It really San, Fr- San Francisco and Pittsburgh are way higher, way higher than than Kansas City. Right. It's not even it's not even factually factually correct. And I just spilled marijuana all over my pants. By the way. So, you know, Thursday, Thursday here on the 40-somethings podcast, but you know how we do it. We don't really uh, dabble in the in the drink so much as uh, more in the uh, material, so to speak, uh, these days. So I'm coming off a uh, one-week cleanse, uh, if you want to call it that, uh, but a one-week uh, dry out for myself. And, um, you know, I felt pretty good about that. So if anything, I could say I highly recommend, uh, you know, at least – once every couple months, just doing a one week, I'm not going to touch that stuff for a while and just, uh, you know, come out of it a little bit. Well, what, how did you, well, what, what did you feel? Cause I've actually been saying to myself, I need at least a day. I, haven't, I just need a day. I mean, I smoke more marijuana and I don't want to get too far off because we're talking about a very serious subject. Sure. But I don't want, but Jesus, I smoke so much marijuana. It's a, it's a joke. I, it, I've smoked more marijuana now than I did as a, as as i did as a as a teenager or even in college it's it's ridiculous and it's helping me stay sane in a very bad situation and i have been able to kick booze and a bunch of stuff so you know but you know my feelings on weed but my point is about bringing up thomas jefferson he's one of many people you can bring up and it is and as we said this transcends this isn't this just this impacts everybody not just white people you know i know there's a there's a vibe usually if it's cancel culture the white male is is the one who's going to be kind of put out the pasture but even if you look like a guy like dave Chappelle, now i don't agree with him here but when all the stuff came out about bill cosby about the date raping and the drugging the women and all that Chappelle, in a very comedical bit 
was kind of asking the question, when do you stop defining Bill Cosby as a rapist and start defining him for all the positive things he did for the black community in general? Where do you point and say, and that's who he is? Is he the whole thing? Well, if he's the whole thing, that's not cancel, cancel culture. If he's the whole thing, it's, it's what it really should be. And the problem with cancel culture is it's turning a blind eye to the to the literally millions of black children that that Bill Cosby has helped in his lifetime. It not to mention be a hell of a, a role model for those black kids, including women. And Thomas Jefferson still wrote the Declaration of Independence, whether he owned slaves or not. At what point? Do we acknowledge the fact that the good that has happened, and I don't really want to defend Bill Cosby. I'm not going there. And I'm certainly not going to defend slave ownership. But at the end of the day, at what point in time do we do we say, okay, these are this is who the guy was, but he still did all this incredible stuff? By saying that Thomas Jefferson did incredible stuff, you are at risk of being branded a racist, which is incredible to me. Right. So, I mean, that's one thing that, uh, you know, we're starting to, to come to realize here is that can- cancel culture is final. So once it happens, that's that's that. The, I'd say one of the latest victims was the um, host of The Bachelor who, who went on an interview and said that, you know, uh, the, the wearing of uh, like a, a what was traditionally known as uh, like a like a formal attire for for a slave at that time, like a dress that would be worn at a formal engagement by somebody that was a slave at down back in those time periods, uh, was worn at a old miss sorority party, uh, like as a joke. Um, and, um, that contestant eventually ended up on the bachelor. And so the host of the bachelor in this interview, had said, you know, this was back in 2018, that, that costume had happened. And he said, well, you know, was it, is it, a, was it a, is it, a, is it was it offensive back then or is it just offensive now saying that, you know, we, you know, this whole woke, this whole woke movement that's happening, you know, like all of a sudden now, you know, it, it didn't seem to be a big deal about them. Everybody that was doing it was having fun. There was, there was, uh, you know, there was black people involved in the party. There was white people involved in the party. It was, it just didn't seem to be a big deal, but now two years later, it's a big deal. And so no, a dress like that would look like. Uh, it's, so it's just, you know, it's like a, just kind of like a regalia from the, from that, from the 1800s and like, just the type of formal wear dress. I mean, honestly, I saw the whole thing happen and I, I wouldn't, and I, I consider myself a pretty educated person. I would not have known, you would have said like that, that's actually what, a, that's a formal attire for somebody who would be, who would be on a slave plantation would wear to one of the plantations, like formal galas if they had one. I would have been like, I had no idea that that's what that looks like. I would think that was just a dress from the mid 1800s. Wait a minute. Time out too. I want to get into this a little bit. Did slave women have a formal dress? They were slaves. Did they have a party where it was just, all right, it's dress up day here at the plantation. I mean, I don't get that. How would a, so you're telling me a white woman went out of her way and said, okay, this is how a black person used to dress during slave era. I'm going to wear that. I don't think a, I don't think a person would do that. So, I think maybe they just didn't get it. They were just trying to do an old school outfit and yeah. then it'd be got this. That's ridiculous. Well, I, I think, you know, and I think you're right to some degree, but you have to remember the customs back then were very different than they are now. Hence what was even happening. Hence this entire subject matter that we're talking about right now. Okay. True. So, 
what it was is that a lot of plantations would actually involve them into the into the interworkings of the house oh, absolutely and of yes. the family so when there would be and that included the party galas special dinners holidays everything so then <laughs> they were so wealthy too at this time that they would actually specifically designate clothing for them that would be of a of a of a of, a, of, a, of like a of a formal nature, you know, that they would wear to these parties. So, you know, and I, I, you can tell I'm kind of sideswiping, I'm kind of sidestepping some of this here too, because I don't want to get uh, get get a, be a victim of our own subject matter here, uh, here on the forty seven <laughs> on the forty somethings podcast. So, um, just trying to trying to trying to sidestripe it. And that's the thing: would you really have to do that? So now there there would be people out there that would say, well, you know, Vig there on the forty somethings podcast, he he was, uh, you know kind of doing a tight you know doing a you know kind of a tightrope dance there with the uh with talking about the subject matter i think he really has that in him and he was just trying to make sure he didn't say something wrong he really liked that. And honestly i think that's how we are getting as a society we really you're to, more you know, paranoid yeah yeah you're, you're i'm definitely more paranoid you know, you're more, I, I shouldn't have said the word paranoid but i no, kind of let it fly opposed to you i look i have the, that pandemic the fact paranoia. of the matter is if we have enough people talking about us like that then that's good that we got that those kind of ears but what I, but it's very important that people listen to the context of everything that we're saying because we're really one of the things and i i've talked about it one of the things we're trying to do is bridge the gap from somebody who doesn't know what being woke is and not really get to where the woke people are because the woke people sometimes they're not really woke when they say they're woke you know what i mean yeah i have to agree with that too uh it's just kind of you know it, so, it's this uh, commercial grade um <laughs> commercial grade woke yeah so <laughs> well i i'm just and I, I but i remember that they, they the victorian victorian uh, I, I'm basically everything that I'm going to be going toward, I'm going to be thinking of Jan Django Unchained, if you remember that movie with Quentin Tarantino. Okay, yeah. And how oh, Brunhilda, Django's love interest, Brunhilda dressed. That's who, what I'm thinking that they were dressed like. And that just, to me, is Victorian with their boobs hanging out. So I don't know... Unless there was some intention behind it, which I don't know. Has there been definitive intention that that's what they dressed like? They dressed like slaves? So you could go and you could go back on the historical register and um, track it and match it up. And actually, they said that that was the case. That was it was that old miss. So you're in the you're down in the southern the deep south. And uh, this is where it was taking place. So. Um, you know, th th this is just basically what it comes down to is that, you know, we're getting too woke for our own good. Um, and I honestly, not that I like say that that was acceptable or not. You know, we're talking about the host of The Bachelor. I, I, I honestly could care less about this one, but it's oh, just yeah, like so me too. Um, it just it's just really it, it makes it makes for a good point with everything. It's, and it's really the latest that has happened. It happened within the last two weeks. So this is like the latest. And uh in this cancer culture. Um, I'm trying to think of, of, uh, of things that have happened. I'm sure, I'm sure people out there could probably drop us a line at valleyvig08 at gmail.com and, and let us know some examples of, of this cancel culture. You know, Donald Trump fell to it uh, quite, a, quite a lot um, with pretty much everything he was doing at one point. Um, but really, if you were to be his supporter and make a tweet about it, or 
if you would uh, be a BLM, BLM supporter and then make a tweet that would kind of get very a little controversial on that, you could, could see considered uh, uh, canceled. You know, but I, honestly, it, that was the double standard that was kind of arising that because you could say here also what would happen happen with those protests you know, couldn't happen with other protests because that was a real, a real movement that was, that was, a, that was supported by uh, the media and uh, the liberal left. And that has actually, you know, been uh, very outspoken about this. And, and it really does seem to come from that side of things, uh, especially. Oh, absolutely. I, you're, you're 100%. I mean, and this is, this cancel culture has been happening for a long time. Now, the question that I'm, I'm posing to, to us the real question that I'm posing is at what point is it too much and where, who is to draw this line between what is woke and what is, so we have to get to a point where we have to decide now who is to decide whether, okay, a guy like the bachelor or Thomas Jefferson should be completely canceled and who's to say they're not, they shouldn't be canceled. That's the question. And that's where we fight each other. And, and, a Absolutely. situation like that, if the intent was to mock or live like slaves, yeah, then okay, then you do the time you got to do the crime. You do the time crime you got to do the time. But in a situation where the Muppets, for example, I just don't think they knew what they were doing. I certainly don't think Jim Henson was pr promoting rape with having the animal chase the women, for example. But we have to be aware that a lot of the things that we grew up with were not right. And that's the basic idea. The problem is with cancel culture is it's too much too fast and they're trying to take things away. It's, it's basically like reverse racism when that's called. It's right, very it's, uh, similar. It's a yeah, similar it's thing. Very similar. And uh, it seems to be picked out. Like, it's, cherry like that one thing seems to be, yeah, cherry picked out as the thing that's like, you know, oh, well, we can't have this. That person's done, you know, and uh, it's, 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 it, you know, I keep going back into my pandemic paranoia here, but, and that's part of just the, uh, the dystopia that we live in these days. And it's really, really affected me is that, you know, it really, it's been as part of the deplatforming too, because it's, it's, it leads to deplatforming, especially when it's done on social media. So like we, we could say something here and a bunch of people could complain to Spotify about our episode on cancel culture. And you know what? We're canceled. That could theoretically happen tonight. So, and well, so I, I, that's it. I, well, I know. I, I just got real there, but you know. Well, wait, uh, wait till I whip my penis out of my pants on camera. That'll really work. So, I mean, uh, we, we, we really are just trying to make people think here on the 40 somethings podcast. And of course, when we say 40 somethings podcast, it's, it's 40 somethings geared towards 40 somethings, but we, uh, we welcome all all age groups and all genders and anything in between uh, to listen and, and offer any type of uh, perspective that you would have on it. And it's, if we're getting people to think and to talk more about this, I, I think we're being successful, even if we get cut off after this episode. But yeah, it just it's just kind of a very familiar, very familiar subject. We're actually like, we could actually be it. <laughs> True. But what, what the one thing I want to kind of get to, though, is that the thing to wrap your head around, if you are on the right side of things, I, we see your point. We see your point. You're on the left side of things. We also see your point. Let's go through a couple of examples. That Let me ask you if it should be canceled or not. 
the general Lee, the Dukes of Hazard. Should that be canceled? Yes. And that's obviously because uh, Hicks drive it, right? Well, it's the stars and bars on the top of the. Oh yeah, that's what it was. It wasn't because of Hicks. I'm sorry. That we wouldn't say so, that anyway. <laughs> well, that, so that was a good first one. Of course, you know, being the Zennials that we are, you know, that was definitely something that we grew up with. It was definitely part of our every Friday night on CBS. The Jeffersons. And, uh, yeah. Are the Jeffersons canceled? No. All the family is the all the family canceled. No. All right. South Park obviously is not because that was their job. They're doing their job. Who? What else could be canceled? That, that's a the TV shows are bad examples because you can certainly. Well, no. Th- so you know, those are good ones that you would uh, you could definitely talk about. So you know, and the thing is, the subject matter on the Jeffersons sometimes was very taboo. And honestly, I've as as a Caucasian individual, I've watched uh, episodes on the Jeffersons. And uh, in the past, and and I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that episode. No, <laughs> well, the, it was it, again. It was the reverse. It was the reverse of Archie Bunker, and the Jeffersons wound up having a very successful run. I don't think it gets quite the amount of uh, love as as All in the Family does, but that show was extraordinarily imper- important. And but they did deal with not just race issues; they dealt with you know using the word honky. Like it was anything. I mean, mm-hmm. say what you want about, you know, whomever. Well, no, then again, it, hockey's not really that. I mean, hockey isn't really that big of a deal. We I, I always about thought it. that one was kind of funny. Um, well, they but, all uh, are. White people yeah. shouldn't be offended by any words for us. Cra- how, come, how, come, how come they can call us hockey, but we can't say N-word? Because that's why. Shut up. <laughs> oh yeah i mean like that's that's like a completely another episode really but uh and and honestly we may get to that uh at some point um ho- hopefully we do but uh this is the type of subject matter we want to we want to try to tackle here on the 47th podcast and uh you know, this just came up to this really came up as we were driving down to the airport in philly and um yeah. we were talking about something that had happened and uh you know how they were just done um and uh, I don't remember what that particularly was. But, well, uh, let, 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 let's talk about some other recent ones. We got, and I want to keep on going on this. You got a guy like, oh, I forget his name, the, the comedian, uh, redhead comedian, very popular, very funny. Okay, so Louis C.K., right. Louis C.K., I knew it had two letters. That was a big one, yeah. That's one guy who just jerked off in front of a couple of girls when they were all drunk in his own apartment, and the guy can't get a job now. Right, so that was a... Um... You know, that was, and then that the thing is, and so he, that's kind of how he was. And, you know, it was all funny until somebody gets hurt, you know. No one got hurt. These girls were not, when they talked about it, they talked about it almost joking. And I think, you know, you would have to, if they just started doing it like that, they could have left. They could have done whatever, you know, or they could have gone to the other room. I mean, it wasn't like he was attacking them. He was obviously wasted and he started jerking off. Well, so, you know. This is just really part of also that we just keep fighting. We just keep fighting. And like, like you know, it just goes just with just the culture that we're in that, you know, we just want to have a problem with each other right now. And, uh, you know, that's just not going to end. And I hope that when we turn the corner on this pandemic and the economy starts coming back and people start getting 
start start feeling more significant again. And I think that's also a point I wanted to make is that this really does come from a lot of people just don't feel very significant these days you know so they are like causing this these fight this fighting and like resisting and pushing forward because we haven't really had any really solid leadership and in, in at least a year during during a pandemic and so yeah we start picking we just start really picking at each other yeah uh, I, w- I would definitely think that's part of it but financial culture has been happening way before the pandemic and to tackle the bigger issue i think it needs to be talked about and you know, so you got Louis C.K. who's can't get a job. You have a lot of people who otherwise would be would be being fine. Now the question is, are they just someone like Louis C.K. Is he just? I don't want to say a, a, a suspect, an innocent bystander type deal because he did jerk, he did whip his dick out and jerk off in front of two women, um, un, unwarranted and unasked. but at the same time does he deserve to be blackballed like that and you know where do we draw this line and it's kind of where i'm questioning where we're going do we have to have every single issue swirl around in our head you know like chris benoit yeah he got he got wwe cancel culture on chris benoit well he killed his child and his wife so you can understand that but does louis ck because he with his dick out and started jerking off really that big of a deal does he get canceled like Benoit? I guess, you know, because I was about to go through another list that included uh, R. Kelly, Jesse Smollett, Ryan Adams. Yes, Michael yes. Jackson. I don't know about Ryan Adams. Uh, so he was Mandy Moore's uh, wife, married to Mandy Moore. Um, musician? So he is. He is a musician. Uh, I'm trying to actually just scan really quick and find out. Uh, uh, I guess he... he uh, I don't know. So I guess it just, uh, he just was on this list, I guess. Don Cherry. I don't even know what he did. Um, Who's Don Cherry? Don Cheadle? Don Cheadle. They they canceled Don Cheadle. Who the fuck canceled Don Cheadle for Christ's sake? Traffic was great. He's a legendary hockey coach and sports broadcaster. Uh, He stepped down from Canada's number one sports network, Sportsnet after referring to immigrants as you people. <laughs> I mean, eh? Eh? Was he Canadian? So he's Canadian now, right? So that's just an example of what's not going to work these days, because I'm telling you, I've, I've, I've said that in the past. Oh, dude, and, yeah, there's, uh, there's no... And if you listen to our broadcast, this is our 26th episode... I think we got the idea. We're not gonna, and if and if we yeah. don't have the idea, we just standards and practices. Mark Viglione, president of standards and pra- vice president of standards and practices, he just says, "Get it off." I know, and honestly, I I, I was once on a. Uh, I thought this. I actually thought this was going to have huge repercussions, but it didn't. <laughs> I was on a Zoom call with some coworkers, and we were talking about because they're located in Quebec, and we were talking about how you know. Everybody's in is situ in Quebec. Everybody's really the major population is situated at the bottom part of this of the providence of the piece of land, and at the top part, that's where the Eskimos are. Oh, nice! That's where the Eskimos are. That's very cool. So I was waiting for the I was waiting for the hammer to fall on that one, and uh, it never did. It never did. But that that is that is not acceptable these days especially on a work-related call with the people that actually live in that country. 
Yeah. I could see that. Holy cow. Yeah. So just, uh, you know, you know, and honestly, I, I might even get it for just admitting to that on the podcast, but uh, I probably do owe an apology to, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I really do. I feel like that I would like to just take this time right now to <laughs> apologize to the citizens of Quebec. Um, and I, I uh, did not, that just came out wrong. And based on how I've grown up and some of the cultures that I experienced, I, I think I have a lot of learning to do. And um, what exactly did you say again? I referred to some of the Native American people in Quebec as Eskimos. Oh, aren't they Eskimos? TJ, that is considered racist these days. I'm not woke. I didn't know that. Okay. All right. It's on my list. I'll just put it on oh. the let's, let's put it on the list. So put it right if you're going under- to refer to you people and these type of things, like I'm just this, we're just we're just talking about this today. We're not we're not like pointing the finger because I think there's like a ton of that going on right now, and that's part of this whole subject about is cancel culture. It's pointing the finger. So before yeah. you point the finger, or some of our listeners might point the finger at me. I want to let you know that I'm being open and honest about what has happened, and I apologize. Oh, and now so let's talk about it. So, do, were, do you, were you chastised at all? Were you chastised at all about? It was just no. Nothing happened at all. Nothing was ever said. But yeah, I, I could tell that was definitely. It was kind of just like when you're like in a restaurant and somebody says something, and then like the, the record goes, the music goes, and the record scratches, and like nobody, like everyone's just like, what? Did you just say? Well, it so wait a minute. Like, so there, so basically, like Eskimo is the other word for like American Indian. They would call them just Indians back in the day. So it's the same thing. So the northern, you know, so like the native people that are most known to like northern Canada and those tundra lands uh, up of like say Alaska and uh, those northern provinces of Canada was well at one time we were we referred to them as Eskimos, and that is now a derogatory term. Just like just like having the, the just like the guy on the box of cream of wheat is that's just not acceptable anymore. Aunt Jemima is not successful anymore. But at one time, that was how you marketed that, and that was and that was just like part of society. Like uh, you know, and this this is part of the whole thing too. Is this we the, the people that were from the north that were had the that. Uh, coats on and the furry and the you know all that they were they were referred to as as eskimos right yeah and no absolutely that, that, I, this that, is the that first is a my... derogatory term and it is not acceptable it makes sense that it's a derogatory term i don't know why like, ski probably has something to do with it i mean i would assume eskimo ski i don't know yeah i mean we could actually get semantic about it uh, <laughs> but you know so i'm almost kind of glad we we stumbled upon that and i told that story because it's just going to let you know yeah i didn't and, know eskimo and, was a bad thing i really didn't yeah, that is no longer acceptable. Okay. No. I, I don't, you know what I mean? That's not, that has not been part of the cancel culture vibe in the United States, I guess. Maybe it's mostly in Canada. Because if you oh. didn't know, you're a pretty woke guy. If you yeah. didn't know, Adam, how do you think, you know, good old Russell out in fucking Tamaqua is going to be thinking about it? Tamaqua, Pennsylvania or, or, or Kentucky? Sure. And honestly, we're, you know, I think at this point, we're a victim of our media explosion in these last uh, 20 years or so, a connected culture. And it's the fact that we our our culture, our country, our upbringing, like we are so representative of so many things that bully a base as we keep 
dropping from time to time on each episode. Uh, we're part of this whole um, upbringing of so many things, so many customs, cultures, people from all over, all over. And uh, now we're 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 kind of a victim of that, um, and we're you know we're acting out, and uh, you know we're also kind of crossing over into a new new level, a higher level of thinking. Um, and as we go into this digital transformation and things like that, these, these are the type of things that are flowing by the wayside. So the thing is, nobody ever said anything to me. I never had to apologize, but I thought I saw the tone get real weird. I saw some facial expressions on the Zoom call. And so gotcha. I, I Googled it. I Googled it. <laughs> and it, it, it said in a lot of different uh, areas where that is actually no, uh, actually no longer an acceptable term. Um, they should, for, someone should have been like indigenous people of someone should have pulled you aside and said hey look you're a yankee we get it or an american you're a stupid ignorant american we get it and they should have told you it was an ugly american moment yeah but it yeah, wasn't yeah. ugly how the hell are you supposed to know that americans are not trained to know that eskimos eskimo is a bad bad term i and always so considered they, honestly i always considered eskimos very i revered them they were tough hunting people in the cold and living in igloos. I kind of thought it was pretty cool. We, we, we should probably dig around on the origins of the word and we probably might find some more enlightenment with that. But just another phrase is, of course, there was a uh, an ice cream treat referred to as an Eskimo pie. And that oh, I love no delicious. There, that is off. That is That term is gone. That name is for that particular product is is gone. So what if you bang us? What if you guys bang the same girl? Are you still Eskimo brothers? Interesting. Yeah. Let us know what you think at valleyvig08 at gmail.com. Do you actually feel that the example that I had came up to that happened to me on a work-related Zoom call uh, in, in which I had referred to indigenous people in northern Quebec as Eskimos, is that acceptable these days? Is that a racist term? Was I wrong? Should I have been fired? Should I have been reprimanded? Because that's actually what is happening on case by case basis is all through our culture these days. And that was, you know, the, uh, the point of uh, the topic of this, of this podcast, of this episode. And I, I think it's really going to get people thinking here uh, of what, 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 what really is going on these days. Yeah. And I'm just trying to figure out, but where, you know, what we want to figure out is where is the line to draw. And that's where we have a problem that's going right into the civil war that this country will probably go in within the next decade. Yeah, so, uh, you know, like Scarlett Johansson received a major backlash in July 2019 after discussing actors playing characters of other races, genders, and sexual orientations. She said that they should be allowed to play any person or any tree or any animal. Her comments sparked criticism on social media about privilege and appropriation. She later clarified her statement saying that they were out of context. And so maybe that's really what I was through. No, my, 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 you know, my statement on that call was wrong. Well, and what she did wasn't really that big of a deal either. I mean, uh, frankly, she's just basically saying that these actors can be able to make a buck and do whatever they want from a creative standpoint. So it really seems to be the, the public figures and the, the actors and actresses and the show business people because they're really almost at a higher level and they need to be. Oh, but they're better. not. I know they're they're especially not. They're especially about Con, you know, like Con, Kanye West. You know, this guy was like a uncontrolled bipolar. He was running for president, getting votes, 
married to an absolutely gorgeous uh, woman who has, you know. They're breaking I, up now, though. I think I, I just heard they're breaking up. Yeah, they are. Well, that, that just made me uh, think of that. But uh, it's so sad. Know, I really cared. I, I, I mean, really, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah no. trips to fry these days, and honestly, that was definitely going to happen. And I think it was the whole uh, the bipolarism and uh, running for president and the things he was really kind of uh, out of control for a while. And um, you know, I, she's she's in law school, so I mean, she's 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 good and woke too, but she's got her head screwed on straight and uh, he does not. So that just wasn't going to really work long-term. And, you know, like we say, average marriage this year lasts between five and seven years. So you call it. I'm going on my third. So far, so good. We had a close call last year, but we're doing okay. <laughs> but we've actually gotten stronger through the, through. we're actually thinking of possibly um, doing an episode on that. Or maybe just doing one for Kelly Williams, how couples can actually get through this a little bit and, and actually get stronger from it. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we're going to get into that. But this cancel culture thing, I really wanted to get into. And that was my question. And I, I'm certainly not wise enough to say what should be canceled and what should not be canceled. Should Fat Albert be canceled because of should Fat Albert be canceled because of Bill Cosby? No, but what will chances are will happen is that his like his name and likeness and voice will be probably taken over, and they'll put like a, uh, you know, like um, the uh, childish Gambino guy, Donald Glover, you know, in, in his place, something like that. Somebody that's more a reputable figure in our culture now, that's more uh, respected, and, um, and and you know that that would be that would take his place. So. <laughs> there you go but i mean i just mean an old episode it's just so funny when you talk about this and, and a lot of the things that flew for 30 or 40 years ago and people have to start understanding life's going to be a little bit different and a lot of people are scared about it cancel culture what i'll say is let's try to put the pull the put the brakes or really think about what we're canceling Again, I, I don't agree with Dr. Paul, Ron Paul, for example, like we said earlier, and a lot of his political statements. But the guy always came from a place of, of good of good intentions, from what I could tell. And he came from a place of what he thinks is common sense. But like most libertarians, their, their common sense doesn't see the world the way it is. We see the world as a constitution sees the way it is. But unfortunately, we've never lived up to the constitution. So treating us like that is a little fun. But it's a whole other thing. But that's a whole other deal for another time. So, well, that's that's cancel culture. You know, I would say this. In terms of what they're doing with the Muppets, it's not cancel culture. And I read a very good article today by Adam Greenfeld about how it's not cancel culture. What it do, what it is, is it's allowing you to watch the magic of the Muppets, but putting in perspective some of the things like animal chasing, trying to rape women. I mean, what would Animal have done if he saw him? I mean, think about that. We don't. We didn't think about that as a kid. We just thought, oh, oh, oh that's that's how we chase women. Men chase women like that. Animal chases women. He's the animal within all of us, right? Sure, and you know, and some some of the, so that behavior could be implied a little bit too. So his character was to be an animal, but he had human characteristics as well. And he was a musician. He played the drums. So when he did that, you know, so some of the behaviors are implied um, that would happen and that he was actually doing. And then there's some interpretations, you know, from a 2021 point of view. But, you know, if you would actually take a look at his creator 
and what he would do, what he would do, and what he did in his personal life. You know, you could have a whole nother uh, subject matter for cancel culture right there. And like, like you said, this really goes back to, and we have not answered that question in this episode, and hopefully we can sometime. And that is, it's like, where do we come? Where do we draw the line? Where does it become like, you know, okay, that that's you know, because you did this, that's your. Yeah. It's like we cherry pick it and we take these people particular because of just how we particularly are feeling on a particular day or where we're at and who the public figure was or who the person was and what he what they put what they said here's he said and 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 then it's just like taking it's just cherry picking i think actually it's going to get worse before it get better it get better but i think it really seems to be affecting hollywood anyways and uh you know they <laughs> hey it's all good whatever if, if this is going to affect hollywood i'll be fine because i'm far from it right now yeah, I've been so disconnected with pop culture and popular what's popular in Hollywood. It doesn't impact me quite as much, but I'm very interested. It's where, and that's just one of the many problems I think, which is impending about the civil war coming up. It's not, you know, and I hate to say it like that because I really hope there isn't a civil war. I hope that this Trumpism blows over, but I don't think it will. I really don't. So you, so you think there is a you you think there is a potential for a straight up a pretty straight up um, civil war to happen? I don't think it's going to be where we have military. I mean, the world is what it is now. You, you know, there's not going to be a generally a Ulysses S. Grant and all those guys. There's certainly not going to be anybody of that kind of character either. Those two gentlemen either, to be quite frank, that would fight and put their life on the line in this situation because what we're arguing about is very is just semantics at the end of the day it's all semantics there's a reality there's a way we fit as a way half this country thinks this country is and half and another half that thinks the complete opposite it's probably closer to the disenfranchised to what they feel like not the not the trump the, the trumps in the world but the 75 million that voted for donald trump it's closer to what the 80 million want. But I don't know where that is, and that's the problem. And that's just one of many issues. Cancel culture. Basically, the cancel culture, the, all, the, all of the South, in terms of what they have held. And it's going to spill over into a, a conversation we're going to have with Jesse Tappan, our, our resident historian. And we're going to talk about the, how you want to talk about cancel culture. How about the exact opposite of cancel culture and how the South rewrote the Civil War history? more than any other and any other loser of a war has ever done and that's why they're getting canceled now because they weren't canceled when they should have been and you can make that argument too that's interesting and that's just a little bit of foreshadowing of what, what's to come here on the 40 seconds podcast uh, some of the guests and some of the subject matter that we're going to continue with uh, so we invite you to, to keep listening and uh Check us out. We're doing it daily pretty much these days and uh, you know, looking for, for some feedback. Uh, so definitely let us know. And until uh, next time. <laughs> so I'll see you guys later. All right.